Sunday, August the 16th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Do you listen to podcasts? I found them a refreshing uh, way of listening to what's going on in the world and to God over the last few months. And one podcast that I uh, found particularly helpful was two Christian leaders talking about what they had learnt about themselves through lockdown. One of the leaders, though, said something that cut me straight to the bone. He said this, During those first few days, when everything I had hid behind and busied myself with had been stripped away, I came face to face with myself. And what I saw, I didn't like much. I realised that there was nowhere to hide anymore. As I reflected on those words, I found that that was my experience too. As I had lots of things stopped and taken away and stripped back, I found that I was faced with myself. Some of those things that I saw in myself were good, thankfully, like I've got more patience than I actually thought I had, and I'm way more creative at entertaining my children than I thought I was. But there were other things that weren't quite so good. I discovered that I liked being in control more and having a busy diary more than I thought I did. I discovered that being busy was often a mask that I would hide behind from facing some of the important things in life. Rich and I have also discovered that the reason we don't do DIY is not that we don't have the time, but actually we utterly hate it. Paul writes in Romans these words. Not only this, but we also have glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into the hearts of everyone through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Or in the Passion Paraphrase, and I love how this ends, it says, Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence, knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character. And proving character leads us back to hope. Patient endurance will refine our character. Wow. Refining our character is something that has been uh, happening in my life over the last few months and I suspect in many of our lives. And it's a treasure. It's been an intense time, like being in the refiner's fire where things have been burnt off that are perhaps dirty or rotten that shouldn't be in our lives. We've come face to face with things And have had to ask God through his Holy Spirit to help us, to refine us, to develop character in us and to help us to persevere. The fire is hot. It can be hard to handle, difficult to face. And at points through the last few months, I would have liked to have run away and not let this treasure develop in me. 
Simon in a moment is just going to uh, take this thought a little further and I'm going to ask him to reflect on this question. Why is perseverance so important in our development of character? Simon. Thanks Claire very much. Such helpful reflections on the way that these dark moments, sufferings as that uh, verse tells us, forces us to persevere at things and then that changes our character. I like to think of it as a muscle. If I'm going to develop a muscle or a an ability in something, then I know that I will need to persevere. Whether it be running or in the gym or whether it be a life skill of some kind, muscles grow through perseverance, through pushing them a little bit further and then the next day doing it again and the day after doing it again, keeping going in the same direction. And that's how our character grows. And that's why this particular season of lockdown, that of course has gone on longer than any of us would have chosen, has forces us, forced us to persevere in certain areas of our lives where otherwise, if we're honest, if I'm honest, we just would have given up. We would have chosen an easier route. And, and that's why those moments of suffering, the dark valleys, force us sometimes just to keep going. And as we keep going, we stretch the muscle. And that's true for our characters. As we have kept going through these dark times, with godly rhythms, with pushing into our worship and to our discipling and to our mission, as we've kept moving forward day after day, slowly we've been stretching that particular muscle in our character, whatever that is. One of those character stretching muscles for me has been all about making sure I have the discipline away from the busyness to engage closely with God. It's easier not to, especially when we're tired, especially when things have been difficult, just to tune out. And so it's been a discipline to know through this period of lockdown that I have to keep stretching into, pushing into, pressing into spending those times with God in order that that particular part of my character would grow. Also, in our in our relationships, when we're all under the same roof and we're seeking to be the very best of ourselves to one another, that's not always easy, sometimes without that sense of not being able to breathe. But the, this lockdown moment has given us the opportunity to persevere in that, to bring out the best of ourselves to others, to stretch ourselves in terms of patience and kindness and unconditional love and consistency, all those things that are really important to see us grow. So one of the great treasures of these dark times, perhaps a secret treasure to use a, uh, to coin our theme again, is that in those moments when we persevere, our character muscles get stretched and they get built into something wonderful and glorious that's ready for us as we enter into the next season. 
It's great to be together this morning with some of the Prophecy team. The Prophecy team led by Kerry meets every uh, Sunday before our celebrations. And it's an open invitation for anyone to join them just to listen, to spend a few moments uh, leaning in to listen to what God is saying to us, to us as a church, the things that we can be praying for, the scriptures that seem particularly important to us. And as they've been doing that over this last season of lockdown, I thought it would be really great for us as a whole Burlington family just to listen in to some of the themes that have been uh, emerging. So uh, maybe, Joe, you can just kick us off with some of the themes that you feel have been coming out during those listening times over these last few months. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Um, Yeah, I agree with what you just said. The Sunday mornings for me have been a time that's taught me uh, how to be still and how to listen to God. And um, I think it's been good to take that time to do that. Um, So over the sort of period of the coronavirus, um, I felt God talking to me around Psalm 42 about calling us as a church to go deeper. And I love the verse that says, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. And to me, it gave me a very uh, visual picture of sort of God roaring over us as a church, like they are mine. (laughs) And um, I had the sense as well about surrendering everything to God during this time. Um, By day, the Lord directs his by his love. At night, his song is with me. And a prayer to God of my life. And I just found like, the reassurance presence of God, even when everything felt really scary to know that God had got us as a church, that he, you know, he was watching over us. And, um, during the time as well, I've been doing a bit on the um, morning prayer at um, six o'clock. And the bit that really stood out to me in Acts was um, household salvation. So I've been praying a lot about my own, obviously household salvation for my own family but then that led out further sort of to praying for our church and praying for uh families with whole families within our church to become christians for the prodigal returns right. and for household salvation um and the verse that really struck me was uh, generation after generation that's in psalm 145 um will declare more of god's greatness so I was praying not, not only for our generation, but our children's generation and our children's generation to be able to declare God's word and tell people everywhere. Um, our hearts bubble over as we celebrate God's goodness and marvellous beauty. Um, and that really led me to, again, praying for our world, praying for the United Kingdom. And as I did this, I used to picture the song or hear the song in my head about healing rain and, uh-huh, yeah. and sort of sing that over the United Kingdom, sing it over Ripswich, sing it over Burlington, just that mm-hmm. sense of God pouring out his healing on our land at this time. So, yeah, fabulous. that's a bit <laughs> from me. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> Some great, 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 great themes there, aren't there? And I, I think we've, uh, I think many people would echo with what you were saying about that sense of when things are stripped away, we realise mm. that God's, God's what we've got and our families are what we've got. And those are two mm. key things about going deeper with God and reaching out to our families and our households. Really, really helpful. Thanks. Mm. Uh, and uh, Alice, you've also been kind of reflecting on the kind of what it's been like to be in the storm, haven't you? 
Um, yeah, so I think the the phrase that came to me during one of the listening times was don't fear the storm, embrace it. Mm-hmm. And you know, God speaks to me a lot through songs and there's one song in particular um, by an American church band um, and it's based on Isaiah 43 verse 2. Uh, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. And I just find myself declaring the, the lyrics in this song, before me, behind me, always beside me. No shadow, no valley where you won't find me. I am not afraid. And another scripture, Isaiah forty-two sixteen. I will lead blind Israel down a new path, guiding them along an unfamiliar way. I will brighten the darkness before them and smooth out the road ahead of them. Um, and I think there's also just such a sense that we had to remain anchored in mm. um, Jesus. And no matter how choppy the waters get, we, we're still... Um, connected to him and he will guide us through he will keep us from um being off and being overwhelmed in the storm and i think the other sense was we've got to keep praising god and praise precedes the victory as it did with the walls of jericho we've just got to keep singing those songs of truth but who god is and his his mighty power and just keep keep yeah keep staying strong in him that's so that's so helpful, isn't it? I think our, our tendency is always to want to get out of the storm as fast as we possibly can. <laughs> uh, and yet there's a richness. And in fact, part of our summer series is all about what you're saying. There's a richness of discovering God's presence is there with us in the storm. <laughs> and uh, and there's something really profound about about all of that. And that God will use every situation to kind of call us uh, deeper into him, as uh, as Joe was saying, and to, and to stand firm and to praise him, as you were saying. And I don't know for for Matt, some of the themes about about holiness and walking closely with God have, have been important, haven't they, Matt? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, um, I guess, thinking about it, um, holiness and, and consecration is um, is kind of another another way of going deeper, or or um, a kind of benefit of going deeper. Deeper. Um, his call to us to be holy, um, especially kind of around Romans twelve, where it talks about. Therefore, I, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, mm. holy and pleasing to God. And this is our spiritual act of worship. So, you know, worship isn't isn't just singing. It's our daily lives. And uh, through, you know, this difficult time, sometimes well, he's teaching us to trust that he is not only the God in, of the mountain, but he's also the God in the valley as well. Mm. And it's the same God. Um, and sometimes um, we have to crawl onto the altar, bring all of us on yeah. there and, and allow the fire of God to burn up all that dross. Mm-hmm. And sometimes during this period, um, when all the other distractions are taken away, sometimes those difficult or painful parts can be um, can be open for God to uh, to bring his healing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes we don't always see that until, yeah, except mm-hmm. in hindsight. And um, so, yeah, there, there's that. That, uh, yeah, holiness uh, allows us to be set aside for him for his purposes. Absolutely. 
Yeah, gosh, I, I mean, I think that's so true, isn't it? That um, that during these times when things are stripped away, the things that we would hide from or run from come to the surface and it can mm-hmm. panic us and overwhelm us. But often it's the grace of God to heal us, isn't it? As we mm-hmm. bring ourselves, I love what you're saying, crawl <laughs> onto the altar. <laughs> yeah, that was and, uh, We wriggle on. The trouble is we can wriggle off as well, can't we? But uh, on that, <laughs> exactly. that altar where God touches us <laughs> and, and, and heals us and... Uh, yeah. uh, I think it's that courage, isn't it? That again, back to what Alice was saying, that just finding God in the storm to know that he's there uh, uh, with us. I think for me, one of the profound things about this journey is that discovery for us that God's with us in our homes, as powerful as he is in any other place. He's as powerful mm-hmm. in our living room or our kitchen mm-hmm. as he is when we all meet together in, in, a, in a sanctuary or an auditorium or, or whatever it is. It's the rediscovery that it was that household that the Holy Spirit came Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I guess you've been thinking too uh, along similar lines and a, and a great phrase about what God wants to do with us during this season. Yeah, so I think, you know, what's been really interesting as a team is that every Sunday generally we've all kind of had a sense of the same sort of things, which has been really encouraging. And one of the things very early on was a sense of God saying this was an opportunity in this season for us not just to survive but to thrive. Mm-hmm. And 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 actually, the verse in Jeremiah seventeen, where it says, "Blessed's the one who trusts in God, his whose confidence in is Him." They'll be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream, it doesn't fear when heat comes, and uh, its leaves are always green, and it has no worries in a year of drought, and it never fails to bear fruit. And it just felt like God was saying for us as a church this season is an opportunity where we're not just clinging on surviving, but we're actually is an opportunity for the whole church for us to thrive, to thrive in as individuals, as we go through the storm and we cling on, as we're sanctified, all the things that we've talked about, but thriving as a church, as we connect in different ways, in new ways, uh, in ways that's kind of in our communities as well, as we actually, as Joseph, that we reach more prodigals and people that perhaps don't know Jesus in the same way. But actually for us, what it means to be an unanxious presence because we're clinging so deeply, our roots are so deep that actually we're going, actually we're thriving. This season is hard, but we're thriving. And so I think there's been the challenge of that from God within that, but also the reassurance that actually... Uh, when we stand and face the giant, we can declare the victory as, as, you know, the song that Alice referred to. And so the promise of God in that, I think has been really interesting and, um, and really encouraging, I think, for all of us as we've kind of sought to be people that are thriving and not just surviving in this season. Absolutely. I I love that uh, phrase about uh, thriving, but also that sense of being an unanxious presence. I think Mm -hmm. about Jesus in came to the disciples in the midst of the storm and he was that unanxious presence. And and as his followers and his disciples were were called to do the same. That's a great, great sense of of calling and sense of identity for us Mm -hmm. as as his people. It says, honestly, thank you guys so, so much. It says in, in the scriptures that prophecy should be edifying and 
encouraging and I love the way that each of you have brought us back to God's word and you've edified us and encouraged us uh, in the verses that you've brought and the reflections that you've brought and so uh, an open invitation to anyone in the Burlington family to join with these guys week by week on on a Sunday morning if you're interested in getting connected in uh, email kerry at burlington.church and we can make those connections things will be kicking back off in our normal rhythm in the in September uh, so we'd love to welcome people to to join us thanks so much guys for for giving us the time and just sharing some of the ways that God's been speaking to you over these last uh, uh, few weeks few months indeed of uh, <laughs> lockdown and uh, maybe we're coming out of the storm just a little bit and we'll take what God's been doing in us and through us uh, uh, into the future so God bless you thank you so so much